Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I, I, I'm not in a good mood today. I, I, you know, hmm. and and it's it's not even my fault, Sal. So, I'm not asking for much early here. I want to watch the Yanks and the Mets. I want to see both teams get through the early stages of spring healthy, right? I want to see the Knicks eventually get healthy. I want to see St. John's maybe go on this little run here. You know, stick our toe in the Daniel Jones quarterback stuff. Who should the Giants draft? You know, and then I get pulled into something that that revs me up more than anything on the New York sports scene. And that is when I am reminded that the New York Jets are not only the biggest joke in the city, the New York Jets are the biggest joke in sports. So a couple of days ago, this guy from the Bills, Deion Dawkins, makes fun of us, right? Arrows here, daggers there, clown show. All right, you take it on the chin, you keep it moving. Then of all people, McCall Hardman, who won a Super Bowl after he left the Jets, has the audacity to come out and sling the same arrows and take shots at us. And I'm sitting here and I'm saying, the crazy thing is, I don't think either one of these guys is wrong. The joke's on us. So I don't even know. I, I you know, I, I look at, oh, God almighty. I, 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 I can't stand what this team does to me. I really can't. Like, the one thing about the New York Jets, and I think I've proven as resilient as any Jet fan around, delusional, resilient, mm-hmm. combination, hybrid, whatever. Nobody, nobody ruins my day like the Jets. Because think about this. Even if Hardman's wrong, it's probably not. Even if Deion Dawkins is wrong, it's probably not. Think about these three things that Jets have coming into this offseason, which, by the way, will be addressed today by Hugh, by um, Joe Douglas. By, by, I said Hugh Douglas. By Joe Douglas, who's going to speak. You might rather have yeah, Hugh Douglas. Bring him back, right? Yeah. Uh, he's going to speak at noon. So even if these guys are wrong and their assertions that the Jets are a complete mess, and let's face it, we know that they're not because we watch the Jets and we live it. So, But if they are wrong, okay, well... Maybe the 41-year-old quarterback can fix it. Maybe the clueless head coach can fix it. Maybe the offensive line right now that has two people on the depth chart, they can fix it. Sal, all I'm trying to do, in all sincerity, 
is enjoy this stage of the sports scene, which I love. I've said many times, a lot of people go to September. Wow, football starts. You know, you got the World Series and playoff baseball, the holidays around the corner. I love that as well. I have always said this is my favorite time of the year. Yankees and Mets, pretty soon I'll be playing a little bit of golf. Not well, but I'll be out there like many of you. The Masters, the warm weather, coaching the kids, watching baseball, getting out of our homes. You know, in March Madness, hopefully St. John's, Old Knicks. All these things that are so good, and I wake up today, actually I saw it last night, but I woke up today and I hear it all over, I see it, and I'm like, even when I want to escape these guys, I can't. Their patheticness just swallows you up. Same old Jets. I know, on, I know. It's like, here's the thing. What Cole Hardman said, and whether you want to take it seriously or not, that's up to you. It is one player. But what he said validated everything that we've been saying, or at least that I've been saying or feeling about the Jets. When you have somebody like that that questions the way that the team is being run, where he calls out specifically a lack of discipline, talking about how guys have the helmets on the ground. You've heard that that should never be happening in the NFL, whether it's training camp, practice, whatever. Helmets on the ground, lack of accountability, lack of discipline. That is an indictment of the head coach until Woody Johnson realizes he needs a new regime. And I don't know when that's going to happen. Maybe it's going to be after next year. And then you cross your fingers and hope that he finally gets it right. It's over for Joe Douglas and Robert Sala and the Jets. And they are a laughing stock and will continue to be so until something changes. I got news for you. I don't know. And I mentioned the offensive line. And, and th- this is more micro. The big thing is the macro stuff where the Jets just really are. No matter what they do, no matter what they try, no matter how they try to rebrand themselves, the Jets always revert back to being the biggest losers in sports. It is baffling. It seems terminal, although I'm sure it's not. Eventually, they'll stumble upon success, but it feels that way. And, like, that's the most frustrating thing about this. Think about the discussions that you and I have had from a Mets perspective. But deep down, you know, even though the Mets will be, you know, I think in in, in spurts this year, very tough to watch. And, you know, you're not going anywhere. You're certainly not going to win a World Series. I don't even think you're a playoff team. But at least there's this belief that, well, first of all, two years ago you were really good. You still have an owner you believe in who eventually is going to go and get things cooking. There's direction, at least. There's direction. There's a plan. They're hitting the reset button, which I think that they should do because the Mets minor league system is broken. And, by the way, Daryl Strawberry came out yesterday and said, this is exactly what we did before we won our last Mm -hmm. World Series. So, you know, I don't think the Mets will be good. This year, I believe in their vision. The Yankees are the Yankees. The Giants, two years ago, they're in the playoffs. Obviously, you got to get things going. you got to get more players, but the Giants are still the Giants, even though they've been lean for a while. The Rangers are fun. The Isles are competitive. The Devils have a couple of cups this century. The Knicks are on the rise. I mean, only the Jets, even on a day where they're not even supposed to enter the conversation. Like, just idly standing by you know, or taking strays. Yeah, exactly, you're and, catching strays. And they're not wrong. That's he, the most frustrating well, part about well, it. Well, here's the part. Deion Dawkins, whatever, he just hates the Jets, and that's fine. And, and you want to talk about it. hate every one of them. I'm sure he hates the attention that the Jets get without earning it, right? Because of Aaron Rodgers and because they're in New York, actually in New York, not like Buffalo, who, you know, Technically, he's in New York, but not really. Well, no, so no, maybe no, no, there's tech, no, no, they're, they're in New York. No, it's just no like, it's like no, it's like Brooklyn. Like Brooklyn, the Nets are not New York. Uh, it's Brooklyn. No, they're not. They're not a New York. We're not minimizing team. Brooklyn, are we? Uh, well, what? The Nets aren't. I've New York. already read up. Please don't start yeah. shooting down Brooklyn. Please. Anyway, so I think Deion Dawkins. It's you know an isolated thing where I think certain players do either have New York envy or just hate the Jets for the attention they yep. run their mouths. They're an unlikable, and they may be unkillable in, in some people's minds, but unlikable team as well, and they haven't earned it. They haven't won anything. But the saddest part of this whole thing is that I trust 
I- I'm choosing to side with me, Cole Hardman, who was otherwise a scrub. I mean, I know he caught the Super Bowl winning touchdown and has been a you know a tag along on the Chiefs championship runs here, whatever. <laughs> but come on, it's me, Cole Hardman. It's not yep. Tyreek Hill, not Travis Kelsey. It's not Patrick Mahomes. Certainly, he's not a major player on those teams. But I'm trusting him more than I do the Jets. he's confirming, everything he says is confirming how I felt about them, and I think it's sad that we would trust the guy who the Jets cut, as opposed to saying, hey, the Jets did the right thing. Mecole Hardman wasn't buying in here. They let him go. They did the right thing. You know, let him go back to Kansas City, whatever, and let him be their problem. No, he ended up rising to the top, and I believe him more than I do the Jets. I think that they're just totally inept. Oh my God, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. BT and Sal. I mean, it, it, it's it's really it's just a sad, lonely identity. It truly is. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Friends of Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to me. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Team Sound on the fan. And this is the crazy thing. Like, if this was another team, you might say, to your point, ah, Hardman, you know, sour Who cares grapes, what he says, right? chirping on the way out, whatever. How does anybody, like, really, really big, big picture, give the New York Jets the benefit of the doubt? I mean, they can't even get the turf right and it was all at year, the stadium. Right, it's all year long, too. The bickering back and forth, Sala and Beningo, Rodgers, and saying what he's got to say. Like, oh, my it God. It just doesn't stop with this team. Now Hardman comes out similar to me to what happened with Tommy Pham, although I think this is even worse. Remember, Tommy Pham gets traded, and somebody asked him about the Mets, and he was saying, oh, those guys don't work hard. It was the least hardworking team yeah, he's ever been on, was it, the exact it, quote. Exactly. Confirming, not that we thought that they weren't working hard, but something was off yeah. with the Mets. And Pham confirmed that something was off. Least working, least hardworking team he's ever seen. He's been on a billion teams, yeah. and he calls out the Mets. So he confirmed that something was wrong there. And now, Miko Hardman confirming all that we felt about Joe Douglas, Robert Sala specifically. The worst part that you said, BT, it's it's the truth. There's no way out. Like, they're not fixing it anytime soon. No, I mean, they even think it. about this. And that that's the most frustrating thing. Like, you know, I really hadn't thought much about that. I, I know that Joe was going to speak. I knew that Joe was going to speak today. Uh, obviously, Joe Shane spoke yesterday for the Giants. I knew that that was coming. I figured he'd say some interesting stuff about the draft. We'd react to it. And we'd just go from there. We'd keep it moving. I'd watch St. John's tonight. I watched the Knicks last night. Watched the Yanks. Watched the Mets. Just get on with my sporting life. What What is so hard right now is that, like, even if the Jets, this is what's so sad, even if they were able to stumble upon success this season, somehow, Stumble the well, Aaron Rodgers would be the only reason. Well, but no, it, well true. And again, y- yes. See, but, he's a guy that I trust to punch back. I do, got- I do too. I do too. But like, this is the problem. Even if they have a good year at it short of the Super Bowl, well, then the next year he's forty-two. Where are you going? Right. Where are you going with a guy that is just about cooked? I, I think most of us think that, and I'm rooting for him. And I believe that he can play well this year. But he's not going to be here that much longer. A head coach. I don't know anybody that believes in Robert Sala except apparently Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas for some strange reason. I think Robert Sala is a zero as the head coach. And the reason I say that, if you cannot get a locker room to to not, not only be inspired, that's obviously you know paramount to any coach, to to have a message, to get the guys to back in and buy in, to lead grown men to a certain spot. And I think that there's elements of that to an extent that Sala can do. But when there is this turmoil, you know, whether it's the helmets, little things that aren't that little, and then you watch hard knocks. The Mike White stuff. The Mike White stuff, which I've beaten to a bloody pulp. I don't even think bring it up again. But basically, what head coach sabotages the second overall pick of the draft by allowing some no-name backup scrub up until that point in Mike White 
to be the guy in the locker room. What a brilliant move. That is fantastic. So you got, and Zach Wilson's done. It's not about Zach, but at that no, point. No, but that plays a part uh, in the ineptitude here with this regime. A massive part. Zach's hanging by his string, and what does the head coach do? He allows the entire team to basically subvert him. Whatever ounce of confidence remains was gone. So it's it's this issue after his press conferences. There's no direction. There's no accountability. All the stupid penalties. The thing with Beningo, like if you go and sequence, forget about the losses. And we have receipts. I mean, Solomon yeah. talks about receipts. We have receipts. This yeah. is not a personal, you know, vendetta against him. There's no agenda here. I like Robert Solomon. Person seems like a nice so, so guy. So do I. It doesn't sound like it now, but the, I, I but, do but actually. Look, look at the way the Jets have run themselves into the ground yeah. here and continue to do so. Think about the sequence from the Mike White again. The all the losses. I mean, that's that's the biggest receipt. But from mm-hmm. the White stuff to the Beningo stuff, which, honestly, since WFAN opened its doors in 87, I don't know that there's ever been a more pathetic situation in the history of the radio station. Pathetic not for Beningo, although Joe... Those right, lips right. got to be sealed. Uh, you know, right. Joe made a mistake. Joe owned it. That was not a great look for Joe. We love Joe, but he messed up. It's a horrendous look for the coach. I mean, texting Joe Beningo, trying to get his message out there, and now you have this other guys piling on, pointing out the inadequacies of uh, inadequacies of the franchise, and I can't take it anymore. I woke up happy, I, and I really am happy. Like honestly, of the two people, who's grumpier, me or you? Right now? No, no. Oh. On the on the broad scale of grump, it's you. Don't think about what, it. What do you mean it's me? It's always you more oh, than me. Oh, I'm not saying I have my grumpy moments, but I'm oh, generally happy. Of the two people, which one fired their notepad in, into a... Well, I'm just competitive. <laughs> All right, dude. I, I really didn't want to get sucked into this Jets vortex. It stinks, but it's so apparent today. I grumpy God. at times. It depends on the mood. Yeah, yeah, it depends yeah. on uh, the day. Yeah, understood. All right. 877-337-6666. My God. Eddie's up in Westchester. Uh, BT and Sal. Eddie, what's going on, buddy? How are you? What's happening, guys? Hello, you know, Ed. I, I, I feel you feel bad for you, uh, Tierney, about the Jets, but I don't want to hear Douglas talk about the future is bright. I want to hear him talk about why it all why it all failed, okay, and why where the mistakes were and who's owning them. Because he had one coach, then he got reset again, then he got a quarterback, yep. then he got reset again. You know what? Just because he makes the playoffs or barely gets in, I don't want uh, all of a sudden he take Woody out, put a couple of drinks down his belt, and stick a contract in front of him. Yeah, I don't think that to that's going to – yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Eddie. Finish up your point. I'm sorry. To, go ahead. To, to me, it's he only gets – you need to hear from Woody and say – Woody needs to say, this is the year or things are going to be shaken up. And that's all he's got to say. Right, but he should Fair. do that with his because, actions. Because, what more does he need to say? The team stunk. All right, the one thing I want to say about the Jets and the Giants, just look at their stadium. Look at the, the who they're paying, the, the level of coaching they're paying. They're on the bottom. They'll never pay for a big coach. They barely want to pay for a big quarterback. You know, they, they're they struggling. And they don't know what to do. Well, how they can you say that? They barely the want to pay for a big quarterback. That's completely inaccurate. That doesn't make any sense. The Giants got Rodgers. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Dan Jones is making 40. Yeah, Woody specifically went out there and said, I don't care what it takes. I yeah. want to get a top quarterback in here. And he did it. That's one aspect you give him credit. And the Giants are paying $40 million a year for a guy who shouldn't be getting $40 million a year. They're overpaying for a quarterback. So I'm not sure what you're talking about there. The bottom line is this. I would feel better about the Jets if the owner was in line with my thinking, meaning, like, or feeling, hey, you've given Sala and Douglas plenty of time here, 
The results haven't been there. Make a change. Specifically, BT, when there were other options available, he didn't. He's off and running and doing political stuff, which I don't care what he does. Yeah, like yeah. It's showing that you're not prioritizing the team. It looks like Chris will be back in a couple of years. Maybe. And, and depending upon what happens with the election. Maybe he'll run it better. If no, no, you, he won't. It, well, if you, I can promise you that. If that you, Chris Johnson will not run it better. If That's are, a fact. If you or I were running this team, we, and, we, again, we'd, be, well, I'd, we'd be better. Well, it's nothing personal, but you'd see it for what it is and say, okay, well, this clearly isn't working. Yes. We need to. Dude, Mike Vrabel, whatever. Belichick. Mike Vrabel, I personally would have gone all in for Belichick, as unrealistic as it may be. Mike Vrabel, a certainly a realistic option. Go get him. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You employ the worst head coach in a league. Now it's been confirmed to a certain extent by one of your former players, and you're still sitting on your hands saying, oh, we're going to roll it back and hope that things change. It doesn't work like that. Eddie's point, though, we'll get back to these calls, 877-337-6666. There's so much positivity on the New York sports scene, but then you get, you get pulled into this nonsense with the Jets, and it's so frustrating because it just doesn't seem like there's an end in sight. And I know that eventually they'll have a new coach. Eventually they'll have a new GM. But will they ever have a new feel? You know, that's what a, I, I've told this story before. You know, listening to Beningo all those years. And then obviously being a colleague and being down the hall on the national side. And being friends with Joe. Having played golf with Joe. I know his wife. She's great. Terry's amazing. Joe's the man. But I would always say, I'd say it into a microphone. Like, man, I'm never going to be like Joe. Like, as much as I love Joe, that negativity, that, that doesn't work for me. But, you know... After a while, you start to understand, like, now he's kind of with that with everything, but specific to the Jets, like, I I, I, I really, I do, for the first time in my life, I I am just not bullish on a hopeful future because everything that I, I give this team, it's not about me, but it's about mm-hmm. how I feel, which I believe is an extension of 95% of the Jet fans out there outside of the Ira in the world, Iras in the world, who think they're always going to draft the home run and win the Super Bowl every year despite sucking. And I, I look at this team from top to bottom and I say, I, I don't know where to go. Like, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I, I, it, it, it actually hurt. It, the next step is the most dangerous step. And that is apathy. That is apathy. Now, that's not going to set in today. I'm, 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 trust me, they will make moves, and they will. I will, I will get revved up, of yeah. course, no, and I'll be on the jet trips with my company. It'll be awesome. But I know that each year, Sal, my my interest and my conviction has waned. Like, Especially after the Rodgers stuff. Yeah, this year. dude. Three weeks into Would the you, season, I'm just like, we're going nowhere. It hurts less. You ready to say it with me? Let me get Charlie and Beth Page here. No. Uh, you know, no, I'm, you, not, no, I'm not ready to say Okay. No. Charlie's and Beth Page. Charlie, what's happening? Good morning, fellas. Charlie. I mean, just, just really know how to even make more of a dreary day than it is today. Uh, keep picking that jet scab. I mean, we're in a direction. I can't even look forward to the draft. We, we need so much help that the draft isn't even going to help us out. And then you're still going to have Salah at the home. It's just we're not going anywhere. And this is a year we could have gotten a proven coach. And again, Woody does not make the right decisions. We got the wrong people running the organization. Even when we look like we're going to turn the gap and we're going to make a run, Rogers it looked like we were doing the right thing yep. two years ago when we got him. Uh, we're a cursed organization. I, I just I don't oh, buy into God. the word cursed, Charlie. Because if that's the case, then why are we watching anything? Like, how, how, come about, on. A, how about just a dumb a organization? Bad one. Not yet, yeah, not cursed. Well, dumb, dumb, dumb. But you know what? When you when you get a guy like Rogers, a proven factor and an all time great quarterback. I mean, I, to me, I think he's a great quarterback. I mean, he might have not won as many Super Bowls as other guys. Yeah, but talent wise, he's one of the best. 
Who's expecting a guy to go down four plays on a Monday night football game? Yeah. I mean, just, I mean that does know, feed into Charlie, that does feed into the curse element. I if I listen, the day that I embraced like if I'm a Mets fan and I wrap my hands around a curse, then you may as well just give up. I'll never go there. But I do I want something that Eddie, our first caller, said that I think is very important to today. All right. It is it is about time. It's about time that Joe Douglas projects a little a little fire. Like, no, Joe, I don't want to hear at the Combine, you know, about the play. I, you you need to communicate today, all right? I mean this. Joe Douglas has to look us in the eyes and speak with a conviction and a, and a level of, <clears throat> you know, it's so easy to say being pissed off. That's, that's, that's so lazy. But you know what I mean. And, and connect to the soul of the Jet fan and let us know, Joe, that the slop that you've put together and you've overseen Ain't going to last anymore. It's unacceptable, and this is it. And, well, what do you mean by that, Brandon? I'll tell you. Go in there today in Indianapolis and tell us if we're not a playoff team, I'm gone, and so is my coach. Step up and say it because we all know it. At least show some accountability. Say it. There's no risk anyway. We all know it's going to happen. Exactly. Well, I mean, what really should happen is the owner should step up and say, this is unacceptable, and I'm making a change now. That's what really should. Happen. I mean, it's too late for that now. Well, why is at it this too late? point, because Harbaugh was hired. I mean, oh, go get Vrabel. They're not going to do it today. Because I, I mean, I, I'm not even saying that I agree with. The, I disagree with your concept. But you think about the draft that they are in ninety percent into eighty yeah. percent into their no, probably seventy percent into their draft evaluations, and you couldn't do that now. Although the Jets have actually allowed one general manager in their past to draft everybody and then fire him basically the next day. You know, so you never know. You know, I'm not happy with your mood today. And I think when we come back from break, I'm going to try to try to change it. I'm going to try to try make, to lighten it. Yeah, I'm going to try to make you feel better. Well, I don't think I'm going to be screaming all day, but I mean, it, this to try to make you feel better. You are about your Jets, make you feel better oh, on the other about side. About the Jets. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think we're going to go I mean, back to we're bringing the Yankees up. Well, or I think something? we're going to contrast Yanks and Mets. That would no, make me feel no, better. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. That would be a bad move. This is a challenge for you. If you can succeed, I will be impressed. But I will be open. To having a little bit of a personality or mood shift today. If my partner could do it, hey, he's a hero because I just ain't feeling it. 877-337-6666. BT and sound. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Knicks makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, BT and Sal on the Fan, 1028 here. Brandon's here to Sal Licata. Show back to these jet calls here. I mean, you get pulled into all the punchlines. It's 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 a tough way to go through life. 877-337-6666. Although, Sal says he might be able to change the mood. Yeah, I want to make you feel better. And Jet fans everywhere, because I know you guys know I've got your back. Like, I, I really resonate and connect with the Jet fans, and I, I feel for you. And I want to make you feel better. And this is the truth. Okay, because okay, it sounded like you were setting me up for something like, oh, no. I, I set you up with the Andre Scrub joke. No, 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 no. This, this is this authentic? Is this is the truth. Mm. Marquez Valdez uh, scanning is that no no that that would have been the joke did you see he just got cut by the Chiefs by the way I didn't even notice Valdez scanning yeah, yeah so anyway, he can't and catch then people, pass. people people speculating he's going to be a Jet whatever no that's not it no thanks here's here's the truth of it if there is one guy like you know how you're saying you feel as a Jet fan the disrespect whether it's Dawkins whether it's Hardman and mm-hmm. it's other people do Peyton Manning crapping on the Jets console like yeah, everybody you're Belichick everybody, walking out yeah, on us yeah, exactly. we're pretty jilted right. If there's one guy, and I truly mean this and and feel this okay. in my heart, if there's one guy who will not tolerate any of that, there's one guy who will not be the butt of any jokes, there's one guy who will not be a part or associated with a laughing stock, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's got the power. Now, do I believe he's going to take them to a Super Bowl? Probably not. But even me just saying probably right there, it's because of the amount of respect I have for him. I don't care what goes on on the McAfee show or everywhere else. I know that Aaron Rodgers is not only one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's also a tremendous competitor. Yep. And if you think it hurts you or us as New York sports fans or Jeff fans just in particular, the laughing stock, it's his team. He's the man. Not Joe Douglas, not Woody Johnson, not Sauce Gardner, not Hall. This is Aaron Rodgers' team. And when people come at the Jets, they're coming at Aaron Rodgers. And I will warn them, Dawkins, Hardman, there's one guy I wouldn't want on my bad side necessarily. And now, again, I wish it was 10 years ago, 5 yeah, years ago. Yeah. But still, you've got number 8. And it could be a lot worse. It's it's. I appreciate the sell. It's uh, it's it, it's and it's 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 a fair sell. You know he's not going to tolerate this stuff. This will make him more motivated to come back and more irate. I just don't know if he's got the capabilities to do anything in terms of not tolerating it. Uh, I mean, and that's a whole summer thing and leading into the season thing. But remember, though, he's got to stay healthy. Obviously, I know, but I, if he does, we haven't seen. No, he, he's still going to make plays. I guess Sal, I'd feel better if he had more 
emotional investment of the, in the Jets. I know he wants the Jets to do well. I know he picked us for some right. crazy reason. And I know he doesn't want to go out like this. He's, I get that. He's embraced it. He's no embraced the city. That team, their history. And I appreciate that. And he's we appreciate that. He's the one guy that. that can lift the hapless SOJ yep. up. Yep. But I just wish, like, if he had more, more equity in the uniform. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't really had an opportunity. No, I know. But, like, if he was here three, four years, I'd feel more. Not that he can't do it, but I, I think I'd feel a little bit more secure, like, yeah, that's not going down on his watch because he's, right. he's been a jet for – he hasn't done anything. I, I know that, but think about this. You know the competitor that you are. You know what you would want in somebody, and you know what he is. Yeah. And if people were – put yourself in his shoes. If people were talking about your team – Or our radio station. And I mean, you, well, if you whatever, personalize right. it. Right. But in his yep, particular yep, case, yep, talking yep. about his team – As the quarterback. His organization, uh, his teammates, some of who he's close friends with. Sure. How would you respond to that? I would, you know, I think you know how I would try to respond. You'd but I'm taking names. I know uh, I would. Sure, too, okay? sure. Yeah, that would be a long receipt list to use Salda's word there. But I also think even before Dawkins said anything or before Hardman said anything, I think that Rodgers had already adopted that mindset right. because of the injury, and he knows he's got to prove something. And- so I don't think these words you know, incentivize him more. It, it may further the, the, the fuel or add fuel to the fire. I you know, Rodgers so. himself has come under a lot of fire. Oh, he thinks he's going to come back from the injury. Who does he think he is? He's the, the GM Jets. as well. Yeah, right. Ripping all, ripping his offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. Hackett. And, yeah. and this was Miko Harmon, I mean, direct shot at the offense and Nathaniel Hackett. But here's the problem. When it comes to that stuff, I think Hardman's absolutely right. When it comes to how you and I and many others perceive the head coach, I believe that we're right. And I think certainly Joe Douglas is a lot better at his job than Salah is, even though Joe has some misses here. You know, I mean, eventually you don't get a job for life. You got to win. But I do think that Joe has some good GM instincts. You know, even if Rodgers is at his ultimate superpowers, is he enough to overcome shoddy head coaching and the other stuff that plagues the Jets? Probably not. That's what worries me. Understood. However, if there's one guy I want in this situation, it's I'm with you on that. I feel a little better. Feel a little better. There we go. A little bit. Here we go. A little bit. A little bit. All right. Until a caller brings me back down. But a little bit. Thank you, Sal. Thank God. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal hang with you on the fan. Eric's in Matterville. What's going on, Eric? How are you? Hey, what's happening, guys? What's what up, buddy? Eric? Uh, Sal, I got to thank you. You just uh, talked me off the ledge with your comment about Aaron Rodgers. You're welcome. Uh, Dr. Sal. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. He actually uh, helped out. He actually helped out our Jets, BT. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, uh, the, the Jets are just an absolute fiasco. I, I, <laughs> it, but it didn't was, help us out that much. I Back have, to reality. Yeah, yeah. I have been done, uh, since '81 a Jet fan. Blah blah blah. The worst season I thought was Kotek. This, this by far was the worst exhausting season I've ever been through. I agree. And then, I agree with then, you on that. I agree. And then. The, over the weekend, I got to see our owner where he should be worried about the football team. He's in South Carolina standing behind Donald Trump with that doofus-ass smile that he has. That's his right. 
Eric, I mean, that's his right. Eric, right. you know it. But, his the, right. but the problem, you're right, it is his right. The it's problem right. is it shows that he's not prioritizing, at least it would for me, showing he's not prioritizing the Jets. So less political and more just being distracted. But it's not even just, and first of all, I don't care about the political. No, no, no I know, but, but many it. will. But, but he also, so you're well, less that, about the alignment well, and more about he's just not doing whatever he's supposed to be doing. He's the owner of the Jets well, and also if he's we, with possibly the next president. Yeah, and also he was in London. You, you know, know, I know, years, 100%. Like, so it's so, yeah, Let me ask you, I, I, I get what do you think means more to Woody Johnson? Being a political figure and having that input or owning the Jets? I can't answer that. I know but he's, that's the problem. I know he's really locked into Trump, and I, know, I, and I think he really loves the Jets. I think that he's made a lot of mistakes, but I, the one thing that I've said about Woody is, and not every owner gives you this, like he spends money, he's trying. He I doesn't know. know how to get it done. Well, you could start by making it your be-all, end-all. Like, yeah. Well, you, there's you, a lot. Yeah, that's, yeah. He's got other stuff going on. I get it. But I mean, then... Dolan's got other stuff, too. And I'm not saying Dolan's perfect, but Dolan's been pretty good the last year or two. He's been kind of quiet with the Knicks. Rangers have been good. Like, Dolan's got his musical entities, you know, bought the four right, out there but, in L.A. But, he, you but know, here's he's got the other thing. things going on. Woody, he, here's my biggest issue. There was a clear problem with the Jets. Yep. It's like anybody can see it. Salah's not it. Joe Douglas drafted Zach Wilson, and they destroyed him. Those are grounds to being dismissed from your job. Yep. And he's let it go on for years now. Mm-hmm. And in this offseason in particular, you have the quarterback. Go get a real head coach. I'm not asking for a lot. So you're still asking him to pivot now and well, do it? Well, I think that that would be the right move. But the fact that he hasn't gives you fuel it's, to say that he's not as invested correct. or present as he needs to be. Because if I he can't is, disagree how could, with that. If he is, how can he possibly ride this out? Based on what metric possible are you keeping Robert Sala here? Give me the reason. That he's a nice man? Like, what's the reason? I can't. You know what? I can't disagree when you put it out like that. I can't disagree. That's, that's, the that's a good point. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, BT and Sal here on The Fan. What's going on, everybody? It's Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata. Oh, these Jets. 877-337-66. 66. Joe Douglas speaking today at noon at the Combine. Yeah, and, and I know you can hear about, you know, positional needs, blah, 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 salary cap, the additional $30 million. How do you fortify the roster? Great. That's important. I do really believe that we need to hear an element of this is it. Like, 
the moves that we make in the next couple of months need to set us up for a successful season. Otherwise, it is a failure, and we know that we're out. Like, I, I want to hear playoff mandate. Right. Stop dancing around this. But I think Woody has essentially said it. But he, but he didn't say it. He, he essentially he, said it. Even that's not. Even, yeah, I know. Uh, but even you know that's I mean? not enough. It but it's enough be, for me. I don't know why I feel like I need to hear that today. Yeah. I know that it doesn't change You want to hear him respond to the Hardman stuff? Um, He's going to be asked that, and I can already tell you what he's going to say. Hey, yeah, listen, exactly. that's we his interpretation. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We're happy he won. He'll probably even give him congratulations. Joe Douglas which might wouldn't. be a bigger problem than Salah. No. The, yeah, the reason I say that is because he gets overlooked. We're all going at Sala. We go at Woody. And then there's Joe Douglas sitting in the middle. Just because he was better than Mike McCagnan or John Idzik doesn't mean that he's actually been good. He's done some good things. He's brought in some talent. But has he assembled a good team? Not from where I'm sitting. No. Not from what the record says. Nope. He's also butchered the most important pick he had in Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Not only butchering the pick, butchering the development of him. Yep. That's like, and, and again, Joe Douglas, nice guy. I like him. I want him to do well. But... Why is he being absolved here where you look at the other two culprits, Woody or Robert Sala, as opposed to, oh, you know, Joe, you kind of trust him. I know maybe he's done more. Oh, that, I think that's the answer. Yeah, doesn't yeah, mean as, it's the right answer, as, but as that far, is probably the answer. As far as, you know, bringing in some talent. But you could also then say, well, Robert Sala has, you know, showed the defense can be pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I mean, when you just to be clear, when you say absolved, do you mean by Woody or by us? Because I, I, I think been, by us. I've been very clear that I think, you know, and it took me a while to get here because I was confused and. You know, there was enough on Joe's resume where I'm like, "Wow, that's that's impressive." But then on the other side, on the on the on the other side of the the resume, there's a lot of bad things, and I'm just like, "Dude, you haven't won. You haven't done a good job." Right? By us, so I've been by, saying it. By fans in general, by media, it seems like Sala is front and center. And then when you realize, well, nothing's going to happen with Sala, you go to Woody and say, "Well, Woody's got to step in and make a change." Mm. The reality is, it should be a new regime. All right, let's get back to your calls here. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Again, Joe will speak yesterday. I did the Joe Douglas. I thought Joe Shane did a nice job yesterday with the Giants stuff. So they're coming off a rough season now. A little more equity for Shane because he's this is year three, the first year they went to the playoffs. So you know, Giant fans aren't you know clamoring for a complete uprising with a new GM and a head coach like Jet fans, most Jet fans are, but I thought Shane was good yesterday. Douglas needs to, listen, even if Douglas knocks it out of the park today with his words, it doesn't mean anything. He's got to knock it out of the park this offseason. Otherwise, it is over. All right, let's get back to you guys. Mike in Greenwood Lake, what's going on, Mike? Uh, BT, I got to call you out a little bit here, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. If, Go ahead. If you're, if you're sitting there like in the middle of the season or like even before the Yankee season and, and Brian Cashman gets another like dead arm, whiny, sensitive pitcher that's about to blow up the season. And George Steinbrenner, and not George, Sal Steinbrenner is sitting there going, I'm trying to be some German ambassador. Your head Ooh. would explode. Your head would explode. And if it was the thing with Dolan, we're sitting here going, oh, the Knicks just need one piece. Where's he? Oh, he's trying to be some guy in Switzerland right now. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. And Woody Johnson deserves absolutely to get crushed for not paying attention to his team. I'm sorry. Well, I I guess I don't really look at it that way because I am of the mindset that intelligent people can compartmentalize and do multiple things, but I hear you. Those are two pretty big things. Yeah, I I think I do think Woody's very intelligent, but maybe he can't juggle both, and maybe I'm going to have to change my tune. I guess. Well, he couldn't. He was in London for how many years? What he literally couldn't do both. No, no, no. I I, no, I know, but I'm saying that. There's and no, he chose one thing over the other. Yeah, but if if the presidency changes, it, it, it's not like he's going to be in his, on, on Trump's cabinet. I well, mean, I don't know all that. No, I'm just I'm saying, saying it's that. one thing to offer support flying to South Carolina for a couple of days. Like, that's one thing. 
you can still do your job. But if Trump wins the election and he wants Woody Johnson to be the ambassador of this or that, well, then I'm going to have to say, Woody, that's it. Just pull the plug. Get rid of your brother Chris while you're at it as well. You just, just get, tell get the out. team. No, no, I would agree yeah. with that. I would and, agree with that. And that's fine if you want to do other stuff. And now, by the way, we can't, like the world is his oyster. He's got enough money where he can do whatever he wants. But that's the frustration from Jeff fans. All you could ask for as a fan is to get an owner who makes the team and making, uh, you know, not just the team the top priority, but making the team a winning team the top priority. That's all you could ask for. That's why I love Steve Cohen. I think he's done that. With the, I'm not saying he's not into his business and all that stuff. Of course he is. But he has made the New York Mets a top priority in trying to get them to be a winning organization. Now, to which, be fair, a lot of people would say he's not doing this this, this offseason. He's doing the exact well, opposite. No, no. In their minds, he's doing the opposite. In his mind, he's doing exactly. Well, maybe in Woody's mind, he's doing exactly well, what he thinks well, he should do. how's that? How's being in London or whatever it was that he was for four years giving up ownership of the team, you know, Handing over to his brother, how's that in the best interest of the team? Well, he wasn't trying to do both, and it didn't work out because the Jets roster was trash. But I, I think the criticism. He let the team go though to his brother. No, I understand yeah. that, but I think the criticism would be more on point if he was in the UK and which he wouldn't. He wouldn't be allowed to do both, but simultaneously run the Jets. Right. Like then you could say, dude. I mean, how are you not conflicted? No, you're, but you're do the about, math. You know, presidential policies versus the the forty man, sixty fifty three man roster. No, no, I think I think that's completely untenable. I think the optics are not great. If the Jets were coming off a twelve and five season, and no one would care, and nobody would care. But when you're in the tank and you haven't been in the playoffs in thirteen, you years. look distracted. No, no, I agree with that. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Hey, he's the you. owner of a team that hasn't been in the postseason in thirteen years. That's unavoidable. That is on his resume. True. Mike is in Brooklyn. Mike, PT and Sal, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for taking my call. All right. Um, and, and like you, I, I appreciate the sell, too. I wish it were the case. But um, my question is, what have we seen from Rodgers that would tell you that he's good with personnel? I know he can sling the ball. He's one of the best quarterbacks ever. I agree. Yep. But guys he brought over already. Everybody stunk. He shouldn't be a personnel well, guy, though. He's a quarterback. You're, you, but you're selling the whole package, right? Yeah. He's, an, he's the man of the team, right? Well, yeah. he, but, he, yeah. but he's not the owner. He's not the general manager. He's not the head coach. I mean, if you need him to be, that says all you need to know about the organization. I'm just saying that if he's the quarterback and he does have some say here, I'm not talking about personnel, talking about having to wear the Jets being an embarrassment, have the people make the Jets a laughing stock. He has some value in shutting those people up or punching back. He's the quarterback of the team, so he can control it. He could go out there and do something about it. He could talk about it. He can be and moan about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I agree with you know. I agree. I don't think he could do much about. Well, it. He could throw the well, ball. He could play well, Mike. That's yeah. what he could do. But I think, Mike, I think what you're trying to say. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, outside of quarterback play, we didn't get to see Rodgers play at all for the Jets this year. Lazard, Turner, Cobb, Hardman, like his his mm-hmm. roster influence was horrendous. Well, he could throw the ball, but he's also going to have to run for his life. We yep. are tar- talking about personnel at the end of the day. Thanks yep. for taking my call, guys. You got it, buddy. Right, but that's not, his, that's not his job. Two things on that. Number but they one, gave him the latitude, oh, and they made it his job. Okay, but also he didn't play. So a lot of the guys that he brought in were guys that maybe he would have been successful with as the quarterback. You know, that's the argument there, too. Yeah, Lazard stunk. I understand oh, that. He was terrible. Oh, right, but he's also – but but think about you're going from Alan Lazard. You're thinking you're, you're going to be playing with your boy Aaron Rodgers to mm-hmm. going with Zach Wilson. Yeah, but hold on. So, Boyle. Okay, so let's take – it's not a great comparison, but let's take uh, let's take Garrett Cole and let's just – last year's version of Garrett Cole and last year's version of Severino. And Austin Wells comes up. 
And boy, he's you know he's framing, he's catching the ball well. Uh-huh. Oh, Garrett Cole's a great pitcher. Look, look, look at how you know, I'm not saying he's a great defensive catcher, Wells, but the point being that when Severino goes on the mound, he drops every pitch. Yeah, dude, you, you're still a catcher. Catch the right. ball. I get it. So whether it's Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson, whomever throwing the ball, he dropped an inordinate amount. Right, but his let me drop just, percentage was disgusting. Un- understood. But let me ask you: Do you think Lazard would have had a better season if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback? Um. Yeah, and I'm not trying I, to make I excuses do, no, for the guy. I do I, I, I do. I know he's not very good. I'm just saying okay. that slightly better. Better, yes. It's, it's but hard not, to rip, not crazy better. It's hard to rip Rodgers for all that went wrong when all he did was get hurt. I'm not ripping Rodgers. No, no, I know. But I'm, the caller was saying there's only so much. Yeah, I'm walk. just questioning the boundaries of his power. But like that, he's not. That, he did not make good personnel moves. Is that on him? I mean, our well, bosses don't ask us to make the hires around here. Yeah. I just, uh. <laughs> Why you say maybe I'll tell you no. one thing, I'd have a 10-year extension tomorrow, and you'd have a 10-year extension tomorrow as well. Might change the hours, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? No, that's not, like, that's on the Jets organization for allowing. Now, I would take some input as well. Maybe sure. they didn't have to go that far to that extent. But, I mean... They, they I, don't be begrudge, I don't begrudge Rodgers for having the power bestowed upon him. Anybody that has Power presented to them generally takes it. I would take it. You would and, take and it. He's earned Rogers it. took it. Yeah, he's earned it by being the player that he's been. For However, sure. it's hard to fully judge all those moves when they were brought in to be with him as the quarterback. Yes, but now also look at it this way: Will anybody pick up Lazard this year? Well, he's going to be on the Jets. I think it's not two years. Okay, anybody pick it up? Randall Cobb? Any anybody pick it up? Turner? Like the guys he brought in? Is anybody picking them up? I, there's probably a drop-off because there's a familiarity for sure. Route-running anticipation. Yeah, Hardman, um, uh, Lazard would have been slightly better, but uh, he, he drops everything. Man. He's a stiff. <laughs> He's, I can't stand watching him play. He stinks. Joe's in Parsippany. Joe, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Joe. What's up, Joe? Uh, yeah, I don't know how you guys could say that Rodgers has some say. I think he's running the entire organization. I, I think that's the reason why Robert Sala is still there. If Rodgers isn't there this year, I think Salah would have definitely been fired. Um, that's why the Jets aren't bringing in a guy like Vrabel, because you think if Vrabel comes in, you think he's going to say, okay, yeah, we'll keep uh, Hackett as our offensive coordinator. Joe, let me ask Hackett's you a question, Joe. I think you might be half right. Okay, because what you, and stay with me here, Joe. I'm going to ask you something. So Joe just said the reason why these guys are back, everybody, because of Rodgers. You mm-hmm. might be right. But I don't think that they're back in the conventional sense where they where where somebody went up to him, you know, Woody, hey Aaron, you want these guys back? I think it's more the understanding of the complex nature of the hirings and the connection to Rogers and the finite window that he's got. Like, I, it's not that Rogers would revolt if they if they got rid of everybody, but he's too old to start incorporating these changes to maximize whatever remains of his career. Well, exactly, and I think that's the problem is that that's the only reason why these guys are saying because they're catering to Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers also chose the Jets for a reason, to come here and be able to do whatever he wants, knowing that Woody Johnson would just basically give him the reign and just, eh, you make all the calls here. Right, but Rodgers ultimately wants to win, and thanks for the call, Joe. So he's got your best interest at heart as well. He wants to win. Aaron Rodgers is not coming here for a paycheck not coming here to go to Broadway shows. He's enjoying all that New York has to offer. Aaron Rodgers wants to win. It's been a long time since he's won a Super Bowl. Since a long time, been a long time since he's been in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He talked about that right out of the gate, raising the expectations and credibility of this organization the second that he became a New York Jet. The problem is all the control that he has is on the field. 
and he couldn't get on the field. He was on for four plays. That's it. So the whole thing fell apart. I will admit that Rodgers being here, while it is their best chance right now, it probably did mean keeping Robert Sala and Nathaniel Hackett, which I think is a big mistake, especially long-term. But if I'm looking for a reason to be hopeful and believe in this team, there's only one reason. And there's only one choice because that's... that's <laughs> there's no way out. Like, you could yes. draft the quarterback. It's going to be another how many years before you even become good. If I mean, they even get the right guy. That's what I mean. It's not... Like, best case, yes, yeah, C.J. Stroud. That's not happening with the Jets this year. Mm-hmm. It's just not. No. Even Rogers if you had the right... Play. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news... You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 